This is Bellator Colloquium, a podcast of the Bellator Society. Bellator in Latin means warrior, and a colloquium is a conversation. We at the Bellator Society are online warriors for the true, good, and beautiful, and this podcast is our conversation about all those things and so much more. Meet us here weekly at Bellator Colloquium and at bellatorsociety.com for content that will hopefully lift you, inspire you, comfort you, and make you feel a part of our Bellator Society. Good morning, Bellator Society. This is Tracy, and I have Fran in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm, of course, in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, am I going to say Scottsdale or Phoenix? I don't know why. (laughs) I do know where I live, though. (laughs) Because you haven't left your house in a few days. (laughs) This is Tracy Eddie at my home, where I have been nonstop for weeks on end now. (laughs) Hello, Fran. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, but that's it's real early in the podcast for me to have a brain um, lapse there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Where am I? Who am I? All the existential questions need to be answered in this podcast, which is actually what we're doing with this podcast is we're, we're answering the questions of who we are, where we came from, what we're doing. <laughs> why are who, what, when, where, and why's. <laughs> exactly. Should we explain what that means to people? Yes, you go. Okay. <laughs> you next. <laughs> tap, tap, you talk now. Um, okay, so the idea for this podcast is just a little bit of like history of Bellator society, Bellator Catholic media, what we're trying to do here at, at Bellator. And this came up because recently, most recently, we're, we're actually growing quite a lot recently. And we've gotten questions from people who weren't with us in the beginning of, so what are you like, what are you trying to do? And we actually started a branding um, consultation uh, kind of workshop at the start of the year to help us kind of better understand who we are and what we're doing. We know where we came from. We know what our original intention was. But with any organism with any organization it's it's a growing process and a development and so we've we've kind of had to reorient ourselves to where we are now and what our trajectory is and so we thought that we would share kind of that with um, people who've been asking the questions and so we thought our podcast was the great was the best platform for that absolutely because this month we are doing newness all things are new it goes well with obviously the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the new life we have is baptized Christians. Um, and so if you're following us on our blog, a lot of our contributors, everything's about trying, trying new things, just what is newness to them. And, um, we've got some fabulous blogs. So we're, that's what exactly what we're going to do with this podcast. And if you, if you've been with us from the beginning, a thank you. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't, let's, we want to, let's just start from the very beginning. It's, it's Fran and Tracy circa what? 2007. Sure. Something yeah. like that. We got to know each other at, at church in the same kind of young adult ministry when we were considered young adults, which I was know. back in the day. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we would, we figured out that we lived in the same neighborhood, pretty close to each other. So we started walking. We just kind of had morning walks. And we talked about like one day, wouldn't it be awesome if dot, dot, dot. And so, you know, this was pretty much a long time ago. Um, We talked about just Catholic media and Catholic kind of personalities and Catholic lifestyle and how great would it be if. um, 
and we talked about this really for years on and mm-hmm. off. And um, I moved to Colorado and Fran was still in Little Rock and then she moved to Nashville. And, and we talked even then when we mm-hmm. were um, in, in, before I even lived in Arizona, we were still talking about it. And then fast forward to present, we're finally, ma- <laughs> finally making it happen. Um, but it, so we put a lot of thought into it, but then I feel like once we started, it was still like, learning by fire. I mean, we're still drinking out of a water hose, even though we had talked about it and we thought we had been planning it and, and, um, not really, it's not that we were laying the groundwork. We were more just like kind of fantasizing, kind of romanticizing what it, what it could be. I think that was the incubation period for us. Like all of the, the walking and the talking and the planning and the dreaming was kind of where we were just organizing our thoughts into what it is that we want to do. And I think that um, Father Leah, when we did our interview with him on the podcast, which I would recommend everybody listening to, because he did such a good job of telling us why he thinks that Catholic media is crap. <laughs> and one of the reasons, one of... We, d- we didn't disagree because I think that that was the starting point for us. We were like, gosh, you know, there's EWTN. It exists. It exists for a reason. And they're doing what they do very well. But there's just there's there's something missing. There's um, I don't want to say there's a, a, a there's a je ne sais quoi. Like we don't know what it is. We can't put our finger on it. But there's something that's missing in that uh, media outlet that we wanted to fill. And I think what we were kind of looking for was something more just as you said, Tracy, lifestyle oriented because we have, you know, our catechetics, we have, you know, all of the shows by Scott Hahn, Jeff Cavins, all of those people are fantastic, but they're very academic. And, and go ahead. Sorry. Theology degree when you, or, (laughs) or be interested in obtaining a theology degree. They are fabulous. But like you said, um, they're really, really intellectual um, mm-hmm. men and, and women, some of these, you know, different um, theologians that, that are in the church. And so it's not lifestyle oriented. Sorry to cut you off. No, and you're going, you're going in the exact right direction. And then EWTN um, has, you know, the, the liturgy, like they have the mass online, they have the prayers that that you can, um, uh, not just online on television, because it is actually a cable. <laughs> Most of us don't <laughs> watch cable, we watch everything online. But you know, they, they have the mass that you could watch daily, which was fantastic. And just as Father Leo said, you know, Mother Angelica, when she started EWTN, she had a very specific idea that she was going to evangelize to Catholics, right? And to evangelize to Catholics, you need to tap into what makes us particularly Catholic, and that is the Mass, right? I mean, it, a large portion of, of who and what we are is oriented around the sacraments, most specifically the source and summit of our faith, which is the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And so it makes sense to have the Mass televised. But And then they had Mother Angelica Live, which was kind of like her, I don't know, Oprah moment, you She's know? Like- and, and she was a hoot. Who doesn't love Mother Angelica? I mean, she's she was she was awesome. She was awesome, and she was like you know your grandma. She was like the one that you wanted to listen to and just absorb all of the goodness and wisdom and laugh with. And but when but when Mother Angelica you know was no longer on the air for for her live show, and when she you know eventually passed away. No one really filled that space. And I do not want to say that we are trying to fill the space of Mother Angelica. 
but there but there but she had a lifestyle personality about her that was very attractive that was beautiful really um and that is what attracts people like people watched mother angelica who would not watch the mass on television but would tune in for this little feisty nun who was just you know telling you what she thought and you know that's kind of what we were hoping to do in terms of a lifestyle uh media conglomerate because we never really anticipated it just being the two of us either no no and and back back to that um point like we we are not nuns and we will never be nuns (laughs) and so we will never fill that void but being who we are filling a void of exactly who we are and where we are and our stage of life is what our hope is and just exactly what you said. We never wanted it to be Fran and Tracy only. We wanted it to be a community, which is where we got the the word society. Um, But as we've sort of grown with our blog and then our podcast and we're doing live stream and we hope to do more and more and um, we're, we've got, you know, more contributors than we've ever had. We've got people who will send us great ideas, which we absolutely love. It's awesome because we don't know everything. Right, <laughs> we, yeah. You know, and, and there are so many creative people that are doing really cool things. So it's awesome when people send us a message and say, hey, think, look, look at this, or this might be something of interest. Um, and so we we kind of changed. We, we started as Bellator Society, but we're, we are growing kind of an umbrella organization to be Bellator Catholic Media, to be kind of mama, the mm-hmm. mama... Um, mama and papa of the of the organization and then we still but we're still a society we're still community we're still a um you know catholics reaching out and trying to um evangelize and and show kind of the beauty of our faith because i think if you don't know our faith if you maybe had a bad experience in church or Mm -hmm. um not just the Catholic church in any church, you know, mm-hmm. you, you maybe have a bitter taste in your mouth and we, we want to show how beautiful and how rich and how, um, joyful being in a, you know, Catholic Christian community is. Mm-hmm. And I think that came also from our experience in a very tight knit Catholic community. Some of our friends who are not Catholic refer to it as the, uh, the Catholic <laughs> mafia. <laughs> Where, you know, when, when we lived together in the same city, we had a group of friends who were all Catholic, who were all living our lives. We really were living, you know, lifestyle Catholicism um, together. You know, I, I guess a good example or a good a reference would be like the, the a, a Benedict Society, you know, or the Benedict, or, sorry, Benedict Option. Like that's kind of where Bellator Society grew out of is this idea of we can live our Catholic faith in all aspects of our lives and all of our relationships. And it can be appreciated within Catholicism and even exteriorly, because I think that our friends who aren't Catholic, who are, who are, you know, very privy to, to this community, see something beautiful there. And, you know, there, that's how, that is how you spread the faith. That is how you spread the gospel. That's how you spread Jesus's message to the world is to make it beautiful and something that someone wants to look at, you know, even if they don't take the step into the Catholic church, even if they are not swimming the Tiber, you know, in, into Vatican city, they're still looking at what we're doing and how we're living and saying, that's beautiful. That's interesting. I want to, I want to get closer to that and see what's going on. I love that you mentioned the Benedict option because that book, I read it um, years after we moved from Little Rock where we, we had that, you know, really close knit group of friends. (laughs) And I'm like, 
we were the Benedict option before it was cool. <laughs> I, isn't that the truth? Absolutely. I, and we didn't try. It was just very organic. Um, but yeah, we, we put the, we put the Benedict in the Benedict option. <laughs> but so how did we, so how did we, um, how do we do this? How did we start Bellator Society? That's kind of what we want to talk about today. How did we start the different um, media kind of platforms? How did we get online? How did we get followers? Um, mm-hmm. All that stuff I think we're, we want to dive into and kind of give a how-to. If you are interested in starting a podcast, if you have a blog, but you know maybe you don't have a lot of people that follow it regularly. We want to give some tips and some, some of our best practices because we have, we've tried a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like we had the ideas going, Mm -hmm. but we really didn't know how it was going to work out until we tried this and that didn't work. We tried this, that didn't work. Um, Fran mentioned earlier when we were chatting before we, we started the podcast that she's a researcher by nature. So (laughs) if there's something that like somebody recommends, she looks into it and dives into it, does her research and comes up with pros and cons and everything. And so we, we've got some, some good background knowledge on what we've done and what's worked for us. And we just thought maybe today would be a great time to share that. Absolutely. And it comes from a heart of charity um, in terms of in this whole process, we have reached out to people who were doing this before us, actually, and seeing that they were doing it very well. And it was very disheartening to find people who, uh, I want to be careful when I say this, who have a platform that touts the faith who did not give us the time of day, like not even, I mean, even if there was a response, it was kind of like, that's cute. That's cute that you're trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like there, there was never, it, it never, there were a couple of people who took us seriously and who were kind and who, you know, did some measure of, of help or answer our questions. But the majority of people were like, good luck with that. If they and responded. It was, if they responded and it was disheartening for me because I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I thought we were all trying to do the same thing. I thought we were all on the same team. I didn't understand that this was, you know, zero sum. You know, I didn't understand that you think that if a light is shined in my direction, it's going to be taken away from you. And to be very honest, I mean, we're not, we're not um, naive about this. Some people are, are, their livelihood is their podcast. Their livelihood is their website. And fortunately, you know, we, we have been given the gift of not having to rely on this for our livelihood. And yet... In Christian charity, I do think that there's something that that all of us should tap into in terms of what is our goal together? You know, aren't we facing the same direction? Shouldn't we be helping each other along? And and so that's what we want to do with this podcast too. We Father Leo, I keep referring back to our, our talk with Father Leo, that this is what kind of got our our wheels turning. Like he said, you know, not he said specifically, not everybody should have a podcast, or he thinks not everybody should have a podcast. And we kind of challenged him a little bit on that. And I understand where he was coming from. But I also a little bit disagree, because I think that if you feel called to share something, to write something, to say something, that that you should have the freedom to do that. And it may be that the market responds, right? you know, that that's not sustainable, (laughs) right? That it might not be sustainable because it doesn't respond. The market doesn't respond to it. But that shouldn't mean that you should be quiet, because I, I feel in the same way in terms of what we're doing with Catholic media that every single person has a message. Every single person has a story that that they have a right to tell. 
and that can benefit someone else in the world. Someone can tell a story in a group and like, you know, half of the people are like, yeah, that was that was interesting. It didn't really affect me. And the other half of the group is crying. Like how many Bible studies have you sat in where, you know, one person's story affects, you know, the, the half a dozen to a dozen people who are in the room so differently? Well, does it mean that they shouldn't have that the time to tell the story? Not at all. And to that point, we've had different guests on our podcast who everybody's been fabulous. I mean, everyone's been fabulous. But, you know, sometimes you come out and you're like, God, that that kind of felt like the energy was low or whatever. Our vibe was a little off. And then we get these compliments from people (laughs) like, that was the best podcast you've ever done. And we're like, okay, that just goes to show that people need to hear different things. And so having a good variety is not a bad thing for the church. It's not a bad thing for... Um, you know, the followers of Christianity, if you have, just as EWTN maybe does not speak to, um, you know, the, the, the teens and the, um, you know, at the mall doesn't mean it's not speaking to our parents or you know, people like that. So, um, we, so we're the people at the mall, (laughs) (laughs) the teens in the bars and I'm like, that doesn't fit. Oh my gosh, we love the mall here. <laughs> we have Fashion Square and it is fabulous, but all the stores are so like high end that you just yeah. kind of walk around and look. It's like it's like a museum. It really is. It's it's very Prada and whatnot. So you just kind of but it's beautiful. You just walk in, in window shop. Anyways, bad reference. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, jumping. (laughs) We we want the people at the mall. (laughs) Okay, back back on Uh, back on the path. Coffee, sip of coffee time. To reach people, exactly. We are trying to reach people who wouldn't ordinarily necessarily be the the audience uh, to whom uh, EWTN is is speaking, or or some of the other platforms. Even you know, there are plenty of like women's uh, Catholic. Um, blogs or podcasts or what what have you and they're really oriented just just to women and there's definitely a place for that I mean absolutely I mean we we both adore blessed is she you know we like abiding together we we participate in those groups and and they're fantastic but they really are oriented just for women mm-hmm. and then and there's that the- also sorry, go ahead no you go ahead I know well I was just you. gonna say that that also was not never our trajectory right right and there I think there are other organizations that are very niche and that they maybe promote chastity and purity, mm-hmm. which is fabulous. Like I, I want to listen to those talks. I want my children to listen to those talks, but that's, that's just not who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, I feel like there's so many different, you know, men's groups, women's groups, um, just different niches in the church and social teaching of what, of what we believe. And, and man, they've done amazing things for that issue or for that, you know, teaching of the church. And we just kind of want to show, again, the beauty of just a fulfilling Catholic lifestyle, um, that you can integrate your faith into your life in every aspect of your life, and um, and it's not restrictive. It's mm-hmm. freeing. It's, it's fulfilling. It's um, beautiful. So how do we start? Well, that's the that's a long background of of, of why <laughs> that's our why. But how did that's we? the philosophy. <laughs> how so, we did it. How so, we did it is is another story. We had to have an agreement. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that we would both that we would both be all in. And I remember that conversation. I don't know where you and John were sitting, but I know Matt and I were sitting on our front porch and um, had you on speakerphone. And you and John basically were like, "This is what we think needs to happen." And and I think I think it was John actually who said, "Now you do realize, Fran," he said to me specifically, "You do realize when you do this, there are crazy people on the internet, right? <laughs> These crazy people will say crazy things to you. Are you going to be?" too scared of that. And it was like one of those, it, I think this is when Joan of Arc first became like one of our patrons, because my thoughts were, I have to be brave for this, because I don't know, those of you who don't know me, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of a private person. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, kind of, I'm, I'm not super extroverted. And um, I mean, I can perform, I have a degree in theater. So I, I know, <laughs> I know what it means to turn on the lights and put on the smile. But like, I don't actually like to have my privacy intruded upon and I don't like it and I'm being very vulnerable here so if you're listening to this and you want to become a stalker please don't it's not worth it <laughs> but She's I realized crazy. That's kind of crazy. Um, but I did realize very quickly that John was right like that if we're doing something good for God the devil will try to thwart us and will try to scare us and he was like you you have to be brave about it and I was like okay all right. <laughs> that that makes sense yeah yeah I remember him saying that he is um did you he, hit him when he said it? Like, I know, that. I know, like, downplay, downplay stalkers. <laughs> Make it, you're going to be happy. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. People love you. It's okay. <laughs> he was like, you just, you just block and delete them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was, but you know what? That's probably what I needed to hear. Um, because we both had to come into this with that, again, that sense of all in, and we both have our challenges, I think, in terms of making this work. But we had to, at the very beginning, say, this is, this is our goal. Like, and we had to kind of set a first goal. Like our first goal is we need a website. (laughs) Like that's, I think that was our first step. Well, we knew we needed a website and we needed content that I would Mm -hmm. say those were the first two, because if you don't have anything to share, there's no point in having, you know, so we had to kind of tackle those, I think kind of simultaneously, but we couldn't share content until we had the website. So, Mm -hmm. um, but we, once we had the website, we didn't want to like take another six months to, to gather people. So we kind of were doing two things at once. Mm -hmm. We were figuring out who was going to help us with content because we at least knew that this was not going to be the Tracy and Fran, um, only production. Mm -hmm. We wanted it to be truly, nobody wants that. (laughs) (laughs) I I was not complaining, but on the live stream today, I even said like, I've run out of things to talk about (laughs) during quarantine (laughs) with my children. (laughs) It's getting quiet in the house. Um, so we knew we needed content and we knew we needed a platform. So we, we Mm -hmm. set out doing both of those. Mm -hmm. Um, so if, if you want to have a blog and you want to be able to share it, the first step you're going to need is, is, a platform. How are you mm-hmm. going to share it? Um, we have had a lot of success with our with our um, website. It was not an easy road to get here because you have to figure out kind of what is the vibe I want to share. What is mm-hmm. you know who are we? Because your website does say a lot about you, so you want to spend some time figuring out um, what what look you're going for, what feel you're going for, who you want to attract. Mm-hmm. Um, we always wanted to attract a large audience, but unfortunately or fortunately, we kind of started smaller and, and had more of a feminine website, mm-hmm. which we're trying to work on that. You know, it's kind of a learning process, but figure out, figure out who you are and what, and who you want to, um, to who you want your audience to be and, and get a website going. 
Absolutely. So content and and a way to disseminate that content is is key as a first step. And then I would say our second step would be some some promo because we did that very early like it was so weird do you remember that so um if anybody goes to our website you can go to our videos page and i believe it's um one of our older videos um is is like an about us actually i think that video is on the about page if i'm not mistaken yeah i think you're right um and it's it's us saying what bellator society is y'all we did that video we produced that video before we even had a website up do you remember (laughs) that like we did we had like a camera crew person we had you know it was like a whole big thing and we had to talk about Bellator Society. We didn't even know what it was yet. <laughs> but we knew that we needed to have like a video on the website to tell it to people about what we're doing. And so, you know, we were coming up with like all of the, this conversation about what we wanted. And really, that was kind of like a visionary um, exercise for us. Like, okay, so what 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 do we want to be? Like, what do we want to do? And the thing that kept kind of popping up in, in, in our conversation and that I actually think made it into the final cut was we wanted to be cheerleaders like not not you know in short skirts and ponytails and big bows but like people who see the good and tell other people about it you know that was very important to us that we would take people living in their homes we we, we use the phrase you know wrapped up in their fishing nets and call them out and just say this we think that you have something important to share with the world and you might not be able to sustain a whole website on your own but you have a diamond of wisdom in you that is going to help the world and we want to we want to be heralds for that we want to be a platform on which you can share that because it's worthy you are worthy you are good and true what you have to share is true and you are beautiful and we want to help you get that out there because that that was kind of our our motivating factor in terms of of like advertising who we are. Yes. And I think in the very beginning, if you watch one of those videos, the video I think you're you're uh, referencing, because we, we did we did several. It was like a movie. Several. It was like a movie star day. We did several different outfits and then we kind of you know packaged <laughs> them up lovely. And, um, and so, the world will never see some of them. <laughs> no, some are not so lovely, I'll be honest. Um, but the ones that we chose, we think, you know, ended up turning out well. But we talk about the diversity of people that we were reaching out to. Um, our very, very early contributors, we had, you know, married women. We had single women. We had divorced women. We had mm-hmm. widowed women. We, you know, we, we really did try and... Um, and show that like there's not one mold to be a yeah. Catholic, a faithful Catholic. There's not right. one right way to live Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Um, our life bring our lives bring different circumstances, and you know our goal is to walk the path that the Lord has kind of laid in front of us. And some things happen in our life that are kind of out of our control, and some things happen in our life that um, you maybe look back and wish you could have done better, mm-hmm. um, but. But the journey is forward, and it's not a, you know, rear looking back um, mm-hmm. journey of faith. And so I, I think that we hopefully did a good job, and and so we wanted to capture that in the video. So we wanted to be cheerleaders, and we wanted to show how how no matter who you are, no matter what your life looks like, you have purpose. You have a place in the church. You have, um, you're worthy, um, everything anyways. And so we wanted to have some role models. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's what we did when we, when we kind of reached out to our first batch of contributors. Mm 
And that process was super simple, but also really kind of harrowing because we kind of s- decided, you know, what we were, how we were going to invite people along. Because I mean, we, we both know tons of people, like there are tons of people that we know in our churches and, you know, in our lives that would have been fantastic. But we were like, we don't just want to like cast the net so wide that that we don't know what we're getting. We want to still have some, again, vision for, for what we're sharing. And so we were just, as you said, very particular about the diversity factor. Um, we didn't do so well in terms of getting men, if we're, <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah, we got Thank none. Thank you, Matt Glover, for basically being the only man who participated or contributed for a long time. But um, but men were always in our, in our scope, but like they just weren't the most easy to access because men are not so conversational. And I think that that's just part of the difference between men and women, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to believe in all this gender <laughs> theory stuff. No, there, I mean, there is something different about the way men communicate and women communicate. And we women are talkers. We just are naturally communicators, nurturers, you know, th- that's what we do. That's part of who we are. And so those were who we turned to first because we knew they had something to share. Um, and it was it was kind of hard. And I think once we started to uh, get women, uh, our, our basically our friends on board <laughs> and understanding, you know, what we, what kind of things we wanted to share, then we started to have guys actually reach out to us and say, so when are you going to have some men on there? Like, is Bellator Society just for women? And we even I think one of the one of our early, not so early, we actually it's 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 more recent than not, but uh, it wasn't right in the beginning. But we did have someone contact us and was very, you know, belligerent and upset that we were just like a a mom Catholic website. And we're like, no, we're not. That's, That's absolutely not what we were trying to do. And that's not what we're trying to do now. And it just so happened that it kind of it it kind of came like right at the beginning of a of an of our exercise in rebranding. Right. And and we say rebranding, but it really is back to our original vision. Right. Yeah. Um, I think as much forethought as we had as much talking about it as we as we did sometimes things play out differently than kind of how you have it in your head Mm -hmm. and so um luckily we've been able to kind of go back and say okay let's let's regroup let's rebrand let's rethink how you know how what our vision is for Bellator society and that's exactly what we did so Mm -hmm. we 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 reached out to some men that we thought would be good. And they um, really universally, I think, agreed. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, isn't that surprising that we were so hesitant to ask men to do this for us? And yet, I don't think we've had any man that we've asked, you know, overtly say no. And we've even had some men say, hey, that sounds really interesting. If you ever want me to write something, I'll be glad to write something. So that's cool, too. Absolutely. We love it. So, So that's kind of the story on the blog. And that was our first step. We should say that too, just overtly, that the blog was the first thing we did. Yes. We really felt like we needed to have the content so that we could move forward in any other mm-hmm. kind of um, aspect of Bellator. Um, and I will say our end goal has always been to be more media focused and to have mm-hmm. more of a a live, um, kind of almost a television format. Mm-hmm. Um, where we can talk about things, where we can bring interview people, where we can bring people on. But we knew that that we just couldn't start there. We we really felt strongly that we needed more content on the back end. 
So we did that. We were patient. We started with the blog and then, but it did, it gave us such beautiful things to talk about Mm -hmm. once we started the podcast. Um, so podcast was next and, um, let me tell you, you gotta have somebody (laughs) who can do, who's technology, technologically sound. So we found a producer, actually Fran found him in, um, Nashville, Tennessee, where all the good, um, media and and music and people who know how to communicate live. <laughs> that is the truth. I mean, it is it is a wealthy city of people who know what they're doing in terms of recording and editing and things like that. So so we have a fabulous producer who puts us together, who does mm-hmm. all the because I can't tell you how many times when we will start a podcast and something will go wrong. <laughs> I mean, all the, if you see our live yeah. streams, you know, it happens, you know, <laughs> you know, it happens. So that, that's a, I think if you're going to have a podcast, I would highly, unless you just have the gift of it, I would mm-hmm. find somebody who, um, you know, you can afford that's within your budget that can help you. Well, and I think something else that's, that, that was useful to us is our producer himself had a podcast. So he kind of was... He was who we were looking for in the very beginning. Uh, we didn't know that he was going to be the person to to come on board with us. Um, but when we were reaching out to all of these Catholics who were doing excellent work on the internet at the front end, like that's kind of who we had in mind where you're doing this well. Can you tell us what you're doing well? Because we would like to follow in your footsteps. It would be awesome if we didn't have to bushwhack the trail when you already know what equipment to buy. You already know what platform to use. You already know how how to, you know, broadcast your podcast on, you know, various different um, podcast outlets. You know, y- you actually know the words to say that I don't know the words to say. <laughs> you can tell me what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Like you don't know what you don't know. And luckily for us, our producer, whose name is John, he knows what we don't know. And he yeah. was just really a godsend and helping us get the right camera equipment, the right, um, what microphone, what, what am I speaking into? This is a microphone. (laughs) Um, he even has helped us with some lighting issues and things like that. Just, he's big on sound. He's a big sound guy. We're doing a lot of sound checks before we go on. Hey, Nashville. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that was invaluable. So get a producer, have somebody who can, and then he could even tell us like, we're going to go up on this day because this is when you would get more, more, you know, listeners or more downloads. And you, you really want to have a lot of good, uh, reviews, rate and review people. That's a big deal. If you can get a lot of reviews early on, yeah, Apple apparently thinks you're legit and they, you know, they, the algorithms work in your favor. Things like mm-hmm. I would never know, but he knew and he knew to tell yeah. us and we were able to really push that. So if you want to have a podcast, but more importantly, if you want to support somebody who has a podcast, mm-hmm. rate and review, like, rate, review, listen to, share, um, just simple things to support each other is such um, a big deal when you're trying, when you're first starting out, especially. And what a 
so interesting to me is that a like doesn't cost anybody anything. You know, that it doesn't, it really doesn't, you know that people are online, that they're looking at people's pictures, that they're looking, and yet there's something in us. And I think that there's something about social media that appeals to um, our lesser angels in terms of um, reserving affections and thinking that that's power or, or that there's just something communicated if I don't like what you did, right? And and that and, and then on the, the the reverse of that is when you do like, and what I mean is like press the button like to actually physically like something, that has an enormous impact, especially if you're working if not just with an individual, but with someone who's trying to do something as a business. Like for instance, on Facebook, we are our our page, the Bellator Society page is is listed as a business page. I mean, obviously we're not, not like, like raking it in and, in and making <laughs> livelihoods. Bellator society but I mean th- this is somewhat of a business and the more you like it the more you comment on it the more you share on it um, the more exposure the the platform gives to other people like if you've ever noticed on the I think it's like on the right side of your screen when you're on um, Facebook specifically like on your computer it says you might also like how do you think you get in the you might also like column? It's because you have enough people who are thinking that you're doing a good job that's flagging it for the the algorithm elves. And they're saying, okay, well, we're going to put other people who might listen to this podcast or go to this website or, or click on this thing are going to also like this thing over here. So we're going to suggest it to them because, I mean, all Facebook cares is that you're, is that you're participating. All Facebook cares about is that you're doing the clicks, that you're that you are interacting with their interface, right? And and so we would just ask that if if you know somebody who's trying to start something on the the interwebs, you know, specifically on social media, the best thing I will just want to reiterate what you said, Tracy, the best thing you can do for them is to number one, like, like actually click the button like every time you see them do anything. It doesn't cost you anything. It is a kindness. It is a charity. Like it share it. That's another huge thing because it means you clicked on it and you shared it so that other people can click on it and then comment. This is especially important for podcasts. Um, when you go to um, like Apple Podcasts, you can see that you can rate and review uh, a podcast. The more actual people reviewing, like actually writing words, typing in words, like I think that Fran and Tracy are really funny. I don't like the, the sound, sound of Fran's voice. voice. <laughs> 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 Whatever it is, it, it actually doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Of course, we want it to be good. We want five star ratings. That's that's true. I don't. Do, do you remember that we used that we got one one star rating once? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I but no to, one ever told us why. I want to believe that was one of those because I remember the first time I tried to review, you know, review it myself. <laughs> It's if you're doing it on your phone, yeah. Um, there, I, I would like to think that that was a mistake. Yeah, it was a fat finger. <laughs> it was thing. a fat yeah. finger thing that maybe it was clicked too many times, like it went to five and then started over at one. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I'm telling. That's how I sleep at night. But I feel like whatever the review, whatever the number of stars you want to give us, really the key is that you would leave a written review. And that's how, again, we're we're kind of pulling back the curtain here and telling you, like, if you want to do what we're doing, that's what you need to ask people for. And you also need to not be... um, shy or embarrassed about asking for it, which is something that we struggled with a lot in the very beginning. Yes. And what we did was we looked at how other people who had popular 
podcast, um, what, what they're doing, how are they promoting themselves? Because it, it, it is the antithesis of who we are to be self-promoters. Like yeah. in Catholic theology, it feels so icky. It feels so icky. And you know, we're taught not to be prideful and not to be mm-hmm. this, not to be that attention and seeking to be more humble and, and, yeah. you know, have humility of heart. But then you kind of have to rewind what you think mm-hmm. because you're never going to get your word out. You're never going to get your yeah. message out if you if you're too proud to mm-hmm. to share it or to text a group of friends and say it would really be awesome if you could do this for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're comfortable, um, mm-hmm. I'd appreciate this. Um, and I've seen other people kind of do that in their ministries or what whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's smart. That is mm-hmm. smart. We need to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So be looking for how other people do things and if, how they do them well. Um, and short of asking them for help, mm-hmm. um, because that didn't work so well for us, just <laughs> just try and kind of open your ears and open your eyes. And if you see somebody doing something, um, or if or if you're friends with other people who have ministries and they send you a, a little text message, like put that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. That maybe is a good is a good way to go about it. You know, mm-hmm. privately, individually to people instead of you know crossing your fingers and hoping people will just like you automatically. I don't, I don't know that it works that way. (laughs) Well, and that's another, that's a really good point too, because that's another thing, another lesson that we learned early on is there are two ways, there are two schools of thought, at least two schools of thought, there may be more than this, but at least two schools of thought about how to um, gather an audience, gather likes, gather, actually there are three schools of thought because I actually did learn about one of them more recently. But when we first got started, it was basically totally grassroots. That's one side of it. Like ask your friends, ask your parents, ask your siblings, ask everybody that you know to like your page or to comment or you know just what we're doing now like that's the grassroots effort the other side which in the very beginning we actually did hire a consulting company um, out of Los Angeles to come and give us kind of like some best practices on how how is Joanna Gaines doing what she's doing (laughs) can you tell us more about how these people are Rachel Hollis is doing a great job so how is she doing it And what we didn't know is that you can purchase followers. Not only can you purchase followers, but you can buy likes. Not only can you buy likes, but you can actually buy comments from people. So FYI, people, when you see that whoever your favorite person is, whoever your favorite celebrity is online, and they have, you know, 10,000 likes and 6,000 comments, it's really hard to believe that all of them are real people and or if they are real people they're still being paid for it okay that these are these aren't bots you know we have that term bots where it's a computer basically you know doing the work these are actually people a a lot of them are people but they are being paid to be followers to be likers to be commenters and that does not come cheaply either (laughs) you know I think likes are pretty cheap in the grand scheme of things Um, in terms of like followers like I follow this page doesn't cost a whole lot. But to get someone to like or comment is actually very expensive. And so when you have, you know, a a, a plethora of capital to spend on promotion, of course, you're going to buy 10,000 likes, of course, you're going to buy 5,000 comments, like it makes sense, because it makes people think it, it appeals to our logic, that Everybody else is do, liking this. Everybody else is commenting on this. I want to be a part of that conversation. Wow, look how popular this is. I, you know, yeah. 
the but credibility. It's so manufactured. It's yes. so manufactured. And so we really try to stay away from that because that's just mm-hmm. not, to us, if, if it's, if we're not, we're kind of like Jesus. If it's not of your own free will, we don't really want it. <laughs> we don't want to pay for that. Right. Um, but, but again, there's something just very, for us, there was something, some people have to do it. Again, if they're, if your livelihood is, is making sure that, that, you know, to feed your family, you have to have 10,000 10, people, you know, on the, on the party barge, then you, you do what you got to do. But we're just saying, you know, we're, we're trying to talk to people like us who are trying to do the thing that we are trying to do. And it didn't make sense for us in the very beginning, nor does it make sense for us, you know, a year and a half in to Bellator Society for us to, to buy friends. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, because I think our friends are actually doing a really good job. We, we would ask that if you are our friend, that maybe you would consider if you haven't already, you know, left a comment for the podcast or, or, or just participated in some way in supporting on social media that you would consider doing that because that's really what matters to us in terms of getting the word out. It's not just that we appreciate that you liked it. It's that we want you to appreciate that when you like it, that means that 10 more people, you know, we, we're, we're in this age of pandemic right now where, you know, we're all given like um, models of if this one person is infected, how many more other people around them will be infected? That's actually how social media works, guys. The, the model is the same. It's an infection model where if you like something, the, the likelihood that 10 more people around you will like it is so much higher. But if you don't like it, then no one else will see that you liked it and no one else will. So that that's something, again, I feel like we're spending a lot of time on this, but this really is how you build an audience. And that's super important if you're trying to do something in terms of building a media platform like we've been trying to do this past year. Yes. And I would say um, that, that, that's, that is the building an audience, but also have something good to talk about. Yeah. Have, have, find some, you know, you need to start networking. Fran is the best. She always comes up with people to talk to. Um, again, I think Nashville is just it's a hotbed. Booming with, with great people, great um, professionals who have thing, good things to say, but um, find interesting people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, make it not about just yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and I would say, I think that if it bleeds, it leads, which is, you know, the news model mm-hmm. of always having a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to change the trajectory of, like, here's so many great things. Now, we're not going to ignore yeah. the bad. Right. But there are so many more awesome things going on in the church that mm-hmm. we want to focus on that. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to shine a light on um, the good, the good things that are going on, the good, the cool history we have, the exciting things that we've got that we see in the future. Mm-hmm. So make sure you've got a good message and find people who are going to be interesting that um, will want to talk talk to you. And in mm-hmm. that same vein, you know, we have asked a lot of interesting people to, to join us and many have just not responded. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get asked to participate yeah. on somebody's podcast, it's not going to cost you. We've actually had people say, yeah, um, you can sponsor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically say, you yeah, can pay me to talk to you for a fee. And we're kind of <laughs> like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Um, if it's an hour out of your day to help a friend mm-hmm. or to, or to help somebody promote something good mm-hmm. and worthy, just do it. Come on, y'all. Just do and it. There's a sense, and there's a sense of collaboration there that 
So here's here's a here's a very good practical example. So Tracy and I invited Kelly Bro to come on our podcast to talk about grieving child loss, um, and which was again one of our most well received um, podcasts. She did such a beautiful job of telling her story and helping us understand what what grieving the loss of a child what, what grieving the loss of a child is like, or in her case, children. Um, but then, not shortly after, or just shortly after she was on our podcast, she was starting a podcast and she. She was like, I would love it if you would come on my podcast because I had mentioned that, you know, we, we lost one of our younger brothers. And so my sister and I, who is a Bellator contributor, went on her podcast. It's 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 collaboration. It's sharing. It's having the same goal because we actually do care that people learn how to grieve and are able to share their stories of grief better. And again, we, we realized that it was mutually beneficial, but also just beneficial for the common good. Like to share your story is just good. And and do not ever let the devil tell you that your story, number one, isn't important. Number two, someone's going to make fun of you for telling it because here's the deal. That's actually true. He's actually telling something that's true there. But it's our job as Christians to rise above that and to say it doesn't actually matter if someone makes fun of me. Because if what I, if, if what I have to say is true and good and beautiful and will, will affect another human being, that might be what you have to do today. And that that might be what what God God calls you to do today. And on a more practical, really speaking to the, to our, our more, um, not practical senses, but our more competitive animalistic senses, Mm -hmm. you going on her podcast was helpful for her, but it was helpful for you. So don't think that by, by joining someone else's podcast, you're giving them too much legitimacy and it might take away your audience. Like, oh gosh, I don't want people to see that Fran and Tracy are actually kind of fun to talk to because mm-hmm. maybe some of my listeners will start listening to them and not listen to me as much. That's not real, That's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, have a little bit of faith and a little bit of trust that, um, you know, doing good and being charitable is beneficial for just as much mm-hmm. for you as for the other person and just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah. And we have and we have had other people who have who have followed that philosophy and we've had conversations prior to to the airing of our conversation. We've talked about that with them and they're totally on board. Like this is there there really are kind of two two camps of thought of either it's a zero sum game and we have to like be very territorial or everybody benefits when we share. You know, and it's not it's not communism, but it is Christianity. Because that's what we're reading in the Bible, right? That they all came together and shared what they had for the common good out of their own free will. And that's really, I think, where where those people who are um, trying to do something, not just Christian-y, but actually doing something for Christ— I think that's the, that that is the direction that that we turn in, you know, of of doing something that is sharing the good among us just because it's good to do it. Um, I will say that in terms of of um, we've we've kind of already kind of like made our points. If you need a platform, you need content, you need to zero in on your audience, you need to get good technicians to help you do the things that you don't even know that you don't know how to do. Right? Those are kind of the steps that we're moving in, the direction that we're moving in. But I would say more recently we have found as Bellator. Society has become more and more successful. 
then another thing that that has helped us is letting other people who are expert in what they're doing come on board and giving them freedom to do what they do very well. Would you like to talk more about that, Tracy? <laughs> You're referencing our Twitter account. <laughs> and social media in general, yeah, because we have actually two people who are doing a fantastic job. Uh, Twitter is, is the more recent, which is why we referred to that most recently, because, I mean, we had 45 <laughs> Twitter followers. Is that is that right? Was it 45? It was approximately 45, maybe 43, okay. maybe 47. I don't know. But it was approximately... 45 is a good round number. And One month ago. Yes. And and we one of our good friends who had agreed to be a contributor, um, A, let out a huge sigh of relief when we asked him if he would maybe just focus on Twitter instead of um, writing. <laughs> he was like, yes, this is exactly my, my gift. It's not, yes. it's not writing blogs. Um, and so he just took over Twitter and we really gave him free reign. We were like, yeah. we trust you not to be offensive because we don't want to be offensive. But obviously we don't have the the personality that Twitter mm-hmm. is looking for. And he, y'all, he's, we've so gone funny. from about 45 to really almost a thousand followers, like in a, in a couple weeks. It's yeah. been, cra- it's been so fun to watch. <laughs> and we're like, then you realize I, we did not have that gift. That was not, that's exactly right. That was not our, our calling, but we knew it needed to be part of our um, organization. And we knew we needed Twitter. We just couldn't yeah. figure out how to, to be Twitter kitschy. And yeah. um, gosh, he, he took it and he ran with it. And Fran, you were saying every once in a while he'll send you a, a message like, is this okay? But for the most part, we've said like, yeah, yeah. we trust you. We trust yeah. you implicitly. We trust, you know, you're, um, and, and we did say like, if your wife approves it, we approve it. <laughs> but yes. even, even more yeah. than that, like we totally just trust him, but he's done a f- fabulous job. So don't be, do not be so territorial with yeah. your, um, all your platforms and it has to be this. And I, I want all the messages the exact same. Because that's mm-hmm. just not, that's not how a society is. That's not how a community yeah. is. And we wouldn't yeah. be authentic to who we are if we tried to like overly control every single thing that goes out um, on our platforms. And speaking of not white knuckling, so the other person that we have working um, for us is actually doing a fantastic job on all of the other social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook, especially. Um, but, you know, for, for the past year, really, uh, Tracy and I have been producing, I don't know if you guys know this, but we produce every day daily inspirational um, Instagram posts, basically. And we have them on our on our Facebook platform as well. But um, they're, they are very pertinent to the liturgical season, the, the saint day or something going on on the blog. I mean, we, we have a reason. It's not just like happy thoughts with, with Jack Handy. Like it's like, there's a reason, <laughs> there's a reason why we're posting what we're posting. And, um, and we just were not like, we weren't leveling up, I guess. That's what, I guess that's the best way to say it is that we couldn't figure out how to make it just better. And so we had another person come on board on our team who took over that part of it. Now we're still making the content. Like everything you read is is from us. Like we're, we're deciding what it is, but she is just like, again, leveling it up, making it more beautiful, making it more pertinent, making it more eye catching, and then also doing all of the hashtags that make it more visible to people as well. And she's a genius at that. So again, th- both of these people who have recently just come on board um, are doing things that they know how to do very well that we were kind of lacking in and and to that on that score don't get your feelings hurt easily yes if if, (laughs) if somebody gives you constructive criticism take it 
take yeah. it, you know, take it like a woman, take it like a man yeah. and, and look and see if there's any, you know, any there, there. And there probably yeah. is like where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, this, the, the, the gal, the lady, um, who is helping us. Gal. <laughs> <laughs> My mother-in-law uses that phrase all the time. It's so like Midwestern, it's gal. The, the, the gal. The woman, <laughs> the, the young woman who is helping us. She yeah. gave some some constructive criticism, and we were. It was hard love. It was it was tough love, um, but yeah. she was right, you know, and yeah. and it was probably something we were both thinking, but we couldn't really figure out yeah. what or how to change it to make it, you know, or we would have done mm-hmm. it sooner. Um, mm-hmm. But we knew it wasn't a hundred percent exactly where we wanted, and so her giving us some simple um, changes and tweaks, and and giving her the freedom to do some of those things on her mm-hmm. own. Gosh, it it it's so much better. Yeah, it took us to the next level. So don't be afraid um, to be criticized, especially if it's you know done charitably and and done with good intention. Right, to be criticized and just to ask for help where you think that you need it. You know, if you if you if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, it's not a shameful thing to say, "Hey, I don't think we're doing this very well. Who do we know who could do this better? Who could give us even if you can't like afford to hire them or they aren't committed to doing it for you, you know, just out of the goodness of their heart, ask for their advice and take their advice because there's so much learning to be done uh, just just from other people's experiences. Um, and, and the the internet is still very new. I mean, I think that many of us today, we've had it for so long, it's just part of our daily lives, but it's still like, there's still new things happening all the time that's making it better. And if you're not plugged into that, then I mean, it, you're going to get you're going to get left behind. Totally, totally. And so I think what we're saying here is we, we, this is a collaborative effort for us. Mm-hmm. And because of our experience, I think coming into this um, environment and really not getting a lot of support when we just thought we would have a lot of support and we had to do a lot of things on our own. We had to kind of um, figure things out for ourselves. We want to help people who mm-hmm. are who are just starting out. We want to be what we needed. We want to be mm-hmm. what we needed from other people. So if you need help, if you yeah. need some advice, give us a call. We'd love yeah. to. You know, we want to be helpful. If you if you um, you know want to join us on our podcast, or if you want us to help you with a podcast, let us know. We want to be um, really the church. We've always yeah. seen ourselves as cheerleaders. We try and share other people's content um, mm-hmm. as much as we can. We're not afraid to share a church or an organization or, a yeah. you know, if you're doing something well, like that's that's our whole goal was to shine yes. a bright light on the good things the church is doing. And so it is not the Fran and Tracy Bellator Society only. We want to show mm-hmm. just the, the fullness of the church. Um, so reach out to us. We love it when we get ideas from people. We yeah. love it when friends send us suggestions. Um, it, it, it helps. It makes us think bigger. It helps mm-hmm. us, um, you know, grow. It helps us think about things in a way that maybe we weren't thinking about them. So we want to, we want to be the cheerleader really for, mm-hmm. for everyone. 
Absolutely. That that's what again going back to our original philosophy that was in the very beginning what we wanted was to to make the internet better for Catholics specifically, but also just to share the the truth, goodness, and beauty that already exists in the world, and yet people just don't have a platform for it. And that's what we want to be, and that's what we want to do. So I just want to reiterate exactly what you said, Tracy. We are super happy to help people. And um, you can email us. You can go to our website. There's a contact us page. Give us your ideas. Um, tell us what you think you can contribute, because we would love that as well. That's part of the newness. That's part of what we're doing now with Bellator Society is we're, we're flinging open the doors. It's like... It's like at the end of Frozen One, where the <laughs> doors get open, <laughs> everyone's free to mill about and live their best lives, and that—that's what we want to do, especially now in this month of newness, is um, just have a fresh new vibe. And you will see a fresh new vibe on Bellator Society's website. If you go to bellatorsociety.com right now, you will see a little facelift happening um, in real time. Actually, um, our website's looking better than ever, and um, even our branding and um our logo is changing a bit and you will be rolling that out in the next several weeks but uh, something that we would i think kind of like to end on today is if you haven't already seen it we have a beautiful video um that really is a is a real conversation that tracy and i had about um just about what we're trying to do at bellator society what we're trying to do better what we're trying to do more you know more beautifully and and do in a different way than um than, than has been done before in terms of Catholic media and we we talk about that on our on our video. You have not sus- subscribed to our website. Uh, subscribe and you'll get the video in your inbox, um, or you can just go look for the video. And um, if you're already a subscriber, you can find it on our website. We're probably going to send it out to all of our current subscribers. Definitely. Um, but it's just now kind of being flung into the interwebs. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, we uh, you'll, you'll be seeing it. We're going to start sharing it a lot and really um, mm-hmm. trying to promote this video because it, like, like Fran said, it's exactly what we want to do. We want to take the conversation. Um, we want to start a conversation and we want to, um, just support the church, um, Mm -hmm. in ways that maybe, uh, we, people aren't supporting. Um, and we want to also help, help, um, Catholics and Christians to think differently about Mm -hmm. being involved in, in, and how we, we talk about things and, um, how we live our lives. So we hope you enjoy the video. And I will say this, we had always intended for this video to roll out during this uh, all things new um, season for for Bellator Society. We didn't know how pertinent it was going to be in terms of the quarantined life, because the things that were we're, the things to which we are we are referring on the video about doing things differently, especially on the Internet, is what we're seeing happening right now in real time. And we just want we, we want you to know that we've been praying about this and thinking about this for so long. And we are so delighted that people are are jumping on. On board basically and doing their own thing and doing it so well and and doing it with vulnerability and doing it with authenticity and uh we we're, we want to be your cheerleaders too we're cheering for you <laughs> <laughs> should we do our right, last little bit oh okay. yeah totally do you, do you have, have one because i have one just off the top Go. of my head i want to say um t-shirts they have been yeah. gangbusters. We have done, um, we, I've been packaging things up and mailing it. Even in quarantine life, I've been able to print things off at home and get them labeled up and packaged up. And just, you had to do an immediate reorder. We, that, that was what I was going to say. We immediately yeah. had to reorder two of the three shirts. 
Um, a couple of the sizes just like sold out in, in a day. And so, um, as long it took forever to get the first batch in, it took like 48 hours to get the second batch in. So that was Yay! awesome. So I've reordered them. They're already back in stock. So if you haven't gotten a shirt, now we have plenty. Um, mm. please, uh, look at our Shopify site on our, um, on our website. They're mm. awesome. My kids mm. are living in them. My husband's living in his, um, it, they, they're sharp looking and they, they just give such a good message. They do. And that was actually could be my last little bit too. We are still taking uh, recommendations for our next native tongue quotation. So if anybody has something on their hearts, um, on their minds, things, everyone's been doing a lot of spiritual reading lately. So surely you've read something good. Um, let us know about that because we, we really are keeping a tally of all of the recommendations for our next product um, for the native tongue line, um, which is our collection uh, based on the words of the saints in their native language. So that's kind of cool. Like, it's so funny. We that we've been noticing there's lots of Joan of Arc going on in the world today. Like it's super crazy. Like, I don't know if it's because we came out with a Joan of Arc thing that we're starting to notice all of it or really if it's trending, it's just, it's hard to know, but we haven't seen anything in terms of our native tongue collection. And so um, we think it's pretty special and we're excited about sharing not only our Joan of Arc quotation, which we've had on a sweatshirt now and now on two different shirts, but also our John Paul II quotation or Carol Atiwa, which is freedom exists for the sake of love and Polish, which people are loving. My kids got it in their Easter baskets and the two of them wore them like I think twice since since they've received them. So um, th- those are those are very popular as well. So anyway, thank you guys for supporting us. Buying our products is a way to support us to help us um, reach out to people who can do things better than we can definitely. <laughs> but also but also just to show your support for Bellator Society. Absolutely. And, and, and in turn, we want to support you. So yes, let us know if there's any way we can support you or pray for you or help you because that is what um, our goal is. We're happy that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye y'all. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Bellator Colloquium. Please look for Bellator Society on everything social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you like what we're doing here on this podcast, we would love for you to share that with us. Rate us on iTunes to help us get the word out and share, share, share. We cannot wait to chat next time right here on Bellator Colloquium, the conversation for online warriors for the true, good, and beautiful.